Welcome, brides. We're glad you're here. On today's episode of the Brides of Long Island podcast, we're going to go over some fun topics. We're going to start with some awesome bachelorette destinations, finding your dress, and having children at weddings. We are also going to answer an anonymous question submitted by one of our members, as well as announce the winner of our $200 giveaway. That's all coming up next on episode two of the Brides of Long Island podcast. Hey girls, welcome back. We're excited to be here. For those of you joining us for the first time today, my name is Heather Cunningham and I'm the owner and founder of the Brides of Long Island. Back with me again today, I have my co-host Suzanne. Hey everyone. And Danielle. Hi guys. This segment is brought to you by Heartfelt Studio. Heartfelt Studio is comprised of an amazing team of passionate professionals offering wedding photography, cinematography, engagement photo sessions, save the date films, and intimate boudoir sessions. Located in Great Neck, Heartfelt services weddings from New York City all the way to Montauk. They know what a big investment a photographer and cinematographer is for a couple, which is why they put their hearts into their work to make beautiful memories for brides and grooms. Visit them on Instagram at Heartfelt Studio or on their website, heartfeltstudionyc.com. If you mention the Brides of Long Island podcast, you'll receive a free engagement shoot and $200 off any wedding day bookings. All right, let's talk about a super fun topic, bachelorette parties. Ooh, I loved my bachelorette party. Where'd you go? Nashville. What'd you do? Well, well let's. how many people went? Um, there was 13 of us. Oof. Yeah, there was a lot. But I mean, honestly, it all went pretty good. We did like the uh, Pedal Tavern, which was a lot of fun. We okay. did the Honky Tonk Buzz. I also went during the NFL draft, which was hell. But <laughs> Oh my God, I remember <laughs> when you found that out. So, oh backstory, Danielle's husband is, like, a big sports freak. So, for her going away, it's like, ooh, break from sports. But, nope. <laughs> One weekend. And I kept, I remember my shirt. You made the shirt for me. I did. And it said, not here for the NFL draft. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody kept stopping me, loving it. And then every, uh, like. Did it say the effing draft? Did we do that? What did it say? No one cares about the draft. Or yeah. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I had, like, the date I was getting married on yep. the back. And everyone kept stopping me saying, like, I love your shirt. And then the Snapchat filters were saying, like, NFL draft. And I would cross it out and be like, Danielle's bachelorette. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, I know that's a popular bachelorette destination. Um, how did you coordinate all of those people? Like, in, did you rent a house? Did you have hotel rooms? How did you get them all together? Yeah, we rented an Airbnb. And flights was probably the most complicated. I basically just sent out a group text and said, this is the flight I'm booking. If you want to be on it, then book right now because we're going to like, you know, we flew Southwest, so you didn't have to pick seats or right. anything like that. Um, and everybody was on it except for two people because they just had to come late or the next day or right. whatever it was. Um, but honestly, I have to say my bachelorette, the planning was easy. I had been to Nashville already, so okay. I kind of knew what I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. I pretty much planned it. Well, my three of my girlfriends um, definitely threw in some surprises for me. Okay. But um, I was like, this is what I want to do. Here's the list. Let's book it. Got it. I think that's um, something that comes up a lot is who plans it? Who pays for it? Where do you go? Do you stay home? Do you go away? Um, you, Suzanne, you stayed closer to home. You did yeah. drivable. We went to my maid of honor Katie's um, summer house in uh, the, um, what is it called? It starts you know not that long ago <laughs> catskills no the other one <laughs> starts with a peak come on i know weddings um wherever it was in pennsylvania somewhere <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was on a lake and i wanted for mine because i was working seven days a week then i said i don't want to work i just want to lay down right so whatever we have to do that i can lay down go swimming and you know be with my friends that's what we're going to do and it was cheap I had about I think I had nine girls um, we were there for three nights and it was nice we cooked our own food we just like went swimming in the lake and just relaxed and it was very inexpensive which I'm sure my friends appreciated absolutely <laughs> I see that come up a lot the bridesmaids are you know it does add Poconos up. got it but <laughs> <laughs> uh, retake <laughs> take it from the top um, so I did Austin I went to Austin Texas which is another popular spot um, I had a great time. I think I was disappointed in the location. Um, I love 
everything having to do with country and cowboys. Oh, yeah. Austin's way too gentrified for that. Right. Austin's like their city. They think Austin is like their New York City. Yeah. And I was like, where are the cowboy boots? You need to go to Dallas. I know. I didn't know. I had no idea. I've only been, I've been to Fort Worth, which is like, it was for a wedding, Um, a great wedding, but it was just, I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting. We had, we rented an Airbnb. We had a pool. It had a clubhouse on the property. It was fun. But uh, I got married. I was 29. I, when we were walking through Austin, I felt like we were the oldest people there. You were not 29. <laughs> you were 27. <laughs> no, I was 20. You were not 29 <laughs> when you got married. <laughs> oh, it's when I got pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. You said that so confidently, too. I was 29. I was so confident. I am notorious for messing up how old I am when all things the dates, happen. The all dates. of her engagement times. Yeah, I, I have signs all throughout my house. The yes day, the best day. And I have to check all the time. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know how old I was when I got married. And it was just like last year. We were 27 when we got married. Okay. I believe you. Okay. Because I know I'm always wrong. <laughs> but, okay, at... 27 however old I was I still felt really old I feel like um especially down south people get married younger Mm -hmm. um so walking around you know we look good we dressed up we had our heels on and I remember getting down there I'm like oh I felt like it was like a college sorority party like everyone was just everyone's freshly 21 yeah I was like oh (laughs) man I should have got that Botox um but yeah it was and it was awesome um so what I'd like to talk about is how do you decide are you gonna stay home I mean, are you going to stay local? Yeah. Are you going to go somewhere a couple hours driving distance? Or are you going to fly? Um, so what we did, we kind of, we put out feelers, what everybody was comfortable with. Um, I think one thing to keep in mind, no matter what your bridesmaids say, it's not for sure until flights are booked and balances are paid. Absolutely. Once it becomes a reality <laughs> and you're starting to ask for, okay, I need your $300. I yeah. need your $500. Right. Right. Um, and I feel like it's very common that the brides now are just taking it into their own hands. Like I booked the Airbnb. It was yeah. in my name. I Same. made spreadsheets, how much the shirts were going to be, how much the decor was going to be. And my, my bridesmaids did help, but nobody was like, okay, I booked it. So I just did everything myself. And once I started asking the girls, hey, you know, I put it on my credit card. I need that money. Then they started dropping out. So now yeah. that raises the price for everybody else, but they didn't agree to that higher price. So I feel right. like- that gets tricky and frustrating. So to be honest, what ended up happening was I was paying for people that were dropping out. And like, yeah, I think it's like when you start to decide what you want to do, you need to know who your friends are also as people. Like you need to know right. like, oh, this person's a little, you know, flighty or this person right. will definitely be there because yeah. you need to read your guest list as well. It's not like I want to go to Mexico and this is what we're doing and everyone's going to come with me. You right. need to understand that your friends might not be those people. I was just open about it. I was like, even before I was engaged, I was like, when we go for my bachelor party, I want to go to Nashville and whoever wants to come comes. If they don't want to come or if they can't afford it, that's fine. I right. totally understand. It's not like we're going just, you know, a couple hours away. You have to take a flight. You have to pay for the the house or the hotel. It's a it's lot. The NFL draft. Shirts, expensive. penis straws, you know. Yeah. Oh. All, all of that. <laughs> I actually had a strict no penis straws. So. Oh, I had them. Well, so they got penis everything else. That <laughs> like, you just had no straws. <laughs> I said I'm not sucking on a penis straw. Um, so, yeah, there's definitely – we're very lucky to live where we live. There are so many options of places to go, even if you want to stay home. I mean, Absolutely. with everything going on right now, we have so many beautiful places. We have Fire Island, which Montauk, is great. Montauk, the vineyards. Right, and – you know, staying home, you kind of have more options, um, even with your bridesmaids. So, for example, if you have a bridesmaid who is a nursing mom and she couldn't fly to Miami, but you know what? Now she can meet you out in Montauk, hang out for a little bit, go home, come yeah. back. You know, there's definitely pros and cons. You don't have to worry about booking airlines or, you know, everyone can just jump in one car. You could also hire a limo company, which I've seen some girls do, take them out for a wine tour even just to drop them off at their Airbnb. Yeah, you, know? you could also do like Heartfelt Studios does 
um, photo shoots for bachelorette parties. So if you're going to Montauk or the vineyards and you just want to have something like a keepsake, oh, that would be really cute. Them. That would be awesome. Yeah, huh? that would be. I would be like, okay, everyone wears this color, and yeah. I'll wear white, <laughs> and we're gonna do a photo shoot. Yeah, yeah. they have. They're awesome too. They're instead of trying to get everybody together and have like some stranger take it on your iPhone, you know. Yeah, right. Have professional ones. That'd be and really it adds cute. like an another like it gives you another thing to do. You're not just out drinking or going right. to yeah. eat. You're like, okay, for the next hour and a half, we're doing a photo shoot. That's like, awesome. And yeah. then. You, uh, you can use those too because I know a lot of girls are always talking about, oh what am I going to give the bridesmaids like on yeah, their like day of gifts gift. you could put together a cute frame and I love that idea um some other locations that are popular obviously New York City Miami Vegas let's talk about Vegas mm, I love Vegas. Vegas I think after 25 you're too old but <sighs> you also <laughs> used to go to school close by yeah. you would drive there um or like 45 minute flight but so, like, I've been to Vegas, right? And it yeah. was everything I thought it would be. Sure, it was of course. unreal. But I feel like it's for the 21 to 25-year-old. Right. Because, first of all, you can stay up till 4 and not feel it the next morning. But <laughs> I think... I still feel uh, <laughs> the last later. drink I had four weeks ago. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, at my time... You know, I have tons of girlfriends out west. We could have easily gone to Vegas. Right. But I was... It's like going to Atlantic City. Yeah, I was here. 27 right. and... I knew well, does, I would. Does Atlantic City have thunder down under? Oh, I think they actually do. <laughs> I tried when Just I went. Just hire your own guys from the yellow pages. <laughs> when I went to Vegas, I, I was joking. I went with my best friend, Caitlin, and I said, oh, we got to go to thunder down under. I really wanted to go to Chippendales just because I wanted to say it's I so saw it. so corny. I, but I, I, that's what I expected. Like, I just had to yeah. see You just it. wanted to experience it. Magic like, Mike's not there? It. No, there is. There's a magic mic? Yeah. Is it? Is it magic, magic mic? mic? No, it's not him. <laughs> but there is not a show. It. But <laughs> not anyway, I just knew that for me at that point, it wasn't going to be enjoyable because right. I thought I was too old. Well, I definitely, I feel you on the age. I was 21 when I went. Um, my friend Caitlin was 22. It was awesome. I was there for a week. It was probably six days too long. A week? No way. Yeah. A week? A You're week. nuts. I had a different Vegas experience. Like, I went with an ex-boyfriend, <laughs> so we did, like, fancy dinners and shows. Right. Oh, I, I didn't know. do, like, the whole you going out You didn't do the girlfriend thing? thing? No. But oh, God. We were only there for three nights, and that was even enough for me, and yeah. I didn't even party. Like, All right, so let me ask you guys this. How would you feel if your fiancé said they're going to Vegas? I'd say, all right, see ya. Danielle? I wouldn't say a lot. I, I really don't care. I'd be like, mm, let's think of another option. Do you know what I would say? Mm, you're not. <laughs> I really don't care. Like, my husband went out to Montreal, which is like stripper world, and Ugh. I didn't care. So, okay. I felt like I picked Austin because it was like low key, whatever. It's like country. And Mike was like, oh, I'm going to like stay home. We're going to do like a beer tour. I'm like, all right. Cool. Yeah, okay. Like, where does Mike go? Stripper capital of the yeah, world, Montreal. I mean, Oh, Mike went to Montreal. Yeah, too? I, we're not talking about oh, it. Matt went to Atlantic City <laughs> because he knew there was no chance in hell I was letting him go to Vegas. I, I really don't care. Well, but also, also Joe is older. You have to remember, like he was the been last there, done that. He was the yeah. last bachelor of his like group of fifteen friends, and they all said we're going hard or we're not doing it because right. they all have children. Right. Yeah. So who is Joe to like deprive yeah, these poor men? Because they're of older though too. Oh they're older with kids, so they were probably like, all right, eleven o'clock, I'm done. <laughs> well, that's the thing. They woke up. At at like 11 a.m. and went to sleep at like midnight. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt was supposed to go to Vegas last summer for um, a bachelor party, and I just kept saying, like, you guys are all old now. You're not even gonna make it out to the club. You're gonna right. go to dinner, and then you're gonna have to go to exactly. sleep. Exactly. Right. Right. I feel like Vegas has an age. Yeah. And then 100%. once you go when you're older, you're going for like the shows and for yeah. the cuisine and like the pool. And right. They have great shows. I'm sorry. They do. <laughs> I would be like, I need a post. Uh, Prenatal massage? What is it called? Postnatal <laughs> massage. Matt would just like send me to the spa so I could leave him alone. So just put me on the, the lazy time. river and like float me down. <laughs> we'll be good to go. Oh my God. Well, the opposite of a Vegas bachelorette party location could be Disney World. My favorite place on earth. Oh my God. Um, I know a lot of girls do Disney World, but that comes with a very large price tag. Absolutely. You have to really want to be there. The most expensive bachelorette party you can ever go to. Because even forget the hotel and the flights, like, then you have to worry about the tickets for the parks every single day right. like it's and just... then it's like well what if you don't want to do that ride but i want to do this it's well like, the bride wait. gets to decide i understand but like if you have too many people 
it gets a little and like nothing is i mean if you go to any location nothing is really included unless you go to like a mexico all-inclusive but everything at disney is expensive like a bottle of water is like four dollars you know so right 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 everything is expensive there there's also other things that you can do um not as common but we do see some girls go camping i've seen some snowboarding trips um absolutely skiing trips uh we have so many casinos right in our area even if you do an overnight right there's a lot of affordable options because of where we are Mm -hmm. right so one last thing that i want to talk about um we do see a lot of girls have some disappointment after their bachelorettes or during the planning they're saying nobody cares or nobody stepped up to do anything do want to remind you guys that these are extra activities um this isn't something that you should expect be handed to you. And I think it's important to be super happy and grateful that you just, you have your friends to right. come with you. Even if you have to plan it yourself, it's plan okay. Plan it yourself. If it's you all right. want something done the way you want it, plan right. it yourself. But you have to take in consideration the other people. Exactly. Take, yeah. And Unless you're paying for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and that's the other thing. A lot of times we see girls say, oh, well, you know, she said she couldn't come on my bachelorette party, but I see her posting that she's out to dinner all the time and she has the money. Why won't, you know, she's lying to me. You can't decide and make decisions for how other people spend their time and money. Mm-hmm. You never know. You might think you know somebody else's finances, but at the end of the day, you really don't. Um, so just don't take it to heart. They yeah. and the whole the phrase, oh, if they wanted to be there, they would. It's That's not always not true. true that they if they wanted to be there, that doesn't mean that they can. Right. There's always and other... they might feel incredible guilt, but there might be something that they're not ready to share with you that. Why can't they spend a night not in their right. house? It or could who also knows what be it is. like how we're telling our husbands they can't go to Vegas. Maybe their husbands are telling us we can't go to wherever it is. Right, right, right. Yeah. If I called Mike, I'm going to Vegas for a weekend. No, you're not. Um, But your friends love you. I don't want you ever to think that just because they can't make it to something or pay for something or get time off that it they they don't care less about you. We see that very often. They're yeah. still your best friends. They're still going to be your bridesmaids. And after your wedding is over... They're going to be there when you buy your house and you have kids and you have parties. and Right. Do you really want a party to like a step in the way of that? Right. Right. Exactly. All right. Well, we would love to hear about your plans for your bachelorette parties. Tell us where you're going and what you plan to do when you get there. Our email is podcast at bridesofli.com. We're going to take a quick break. But when we return, we will talk to you about finding your perfect wedding dress. Hey, ladies. Heather here. Okay. So let's talk hair. I don't know about you, but for me, if my hair looks good, literally nothing else matters. The Alexander DeNaro Salon is my favorite place to go for so many different services. I bounced around for a few years and never fully felt comfortable with a stylist until I met Alex. Not only does he make me feel like a queen, but he actually listens and executes exactly what I ask for. He also saved my life by not letting me dye my hair blonde or chop off all my hair after a really bad breakup. I owe him a lot for that. But in all seriousness, if you're in the market and looking for a stylist to make you feel like a bad BZ, Alex is the person to see. They offer a wide variety of services from hair extensions, highlights, haircuts, blowouts, root touch-ups, glazes, and most famously, for blonding services. The Alexander DeNaro Salon is a preferred vendor of the Brides of Long Island. Mention the Brides of Long Island podcast to receive 15% off any service for new clients. Check them out on Instagram at AlexJBBeauty or on BridesofLI.com. everyone it's Suzanne if you're listening it's safe to assume you are on the hunt for the best of the best in terms of local wedding professionals browse dozens of local vendors right here on Long Island all who have been vetted by the brides of Long Island themselves on bridesofli.com the brides of Long Island preferred vendor list is composed of established and highly recommended professionals who are eager to make your wedding dreams come true bridesofli.com also has a ton of freebies perks, discounts, and giveaways offered by these very vendors. Enjoy our blogs, inspo, and vendor interviews right from our homepage. Sign up for our newsletter and to become a premium Brides of Long Island member for special access and exclusives. Visit bridesofli.com today. And we're back. 
This segment is brought to you by Heartfelt Studio, a preferred vendor of the Brides of Long Island and a 2021 Brides of Long Island Diamond Award recipient. Heartfelt Studio captures your wedding day in a unique and romantic way. Their work really speaks for itself. They are hands down one of the best studios available on Long Island. Visit them on bridesofli.com, on Instagram at heartfeltstudio, or on their website, heartfeltstudionyc.com. Mention the Brides of Long Island podcast to receive a free engagement shoot and $200 off wedding day bookings. Okay, so now we're going to talk about finding your wedding dress. Whether you dreamed of the moment since you were a little girl or you only began envisioning yourself in a wedding dress after you got engaged, finding the perfect gown to walk down the island is one of the most important to-dos to check off any bride-to-be's wedding planning checklist. For some, years of Pinterest boards full of wedding dresses and a head full of expectations after watching countless episodes of Say Yes to the Dress can be more overwhelming than helpful. How will you know when it's the one? What feeling will you have? The answer for every bride is different and there's definitely no definitive answer. Um, I know for me, my journey started at Kleinfeld's. I had to go to Kleinfeld's. It was just, I feel like so many girls, that's just, we're going to take a trip into the city, get on the train, everyone dressed up, take that picture in front of the sign. Um, I did not find my dress there. It was a really cool experience. Um, We sat, we had some champagne, tried on a bunch of different dresses. Um, I think one thing that threw me off there, I don't know if you guys went there, but um, one of the first questions they asked me was what my budget was. And I mistakenly said I don't really have one um it's just when I find the dress right. that I want my mom's gonna buy it for me that was a mistake because at Kleinfeld's they're, it's commission. they're bringing out $20,000 yeah. well, well the first dress they brought out was exactly that it was $20,000 yeah and I was like well okay let's go back to that budget question <laughs> <laughs> um they I wanted a dress that I could I could draw a picture of it I just wanted a white poofy dress right um I didn't want bling. I didn't want, you know, I wanted to be conservative. And I said, you know, I want the girls covered, but I still want to see them a little bit. And Mm -hmm. um, they didn't have it. Like everything that they had had too much. It's very couture there. Right. Just it wasn't my style. I love that style. It just wasn't for me. I just wanted like the. You wanted a cake topper. Yes. I just, you know, when you put like that Barbie and those upside down cakes that you make when you're for your ninth birthday. (laughs) 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 That's all I wanted to be. Um, So we ended up, we left. It was still fun. I'm so happy that we went. We got the experience. It was definitely red carpet experience. Um, And there was a David's Bridal right next door. And I said, you know what? We're here. Let's pop in totally different experience um you're looking through bags on the hangar yourself and you know they they guide you a little bit um but it was more like i wish i didn't have heels on yeah went there kind of thing um they had the end you could definitely tell the difference in quality yeah but it was a thousand dollars or twenty five hundred dollars and no one none of your guests are feeling your dress so i'm not sure if the material matters too too much but i guess um I didn't find my dress there. We ended up going home. Um, but the next day, and I had gone, I had 12 bridesmaids. And that day I had brought eight with me. Also a huge mistake. That's too many. <laughs> I was going to say, I kitchen. just went with my mom and that was it. <laughs> yeah. I did not want anybody else's opinion. It was eight too many girls. Um, so the next day I decided to go to um, local places on Long Island. Um, and I went into Max Bridal. I believe you got your dress there as well. Yes. So... It was great. I went with just my maid of honor, Caitlin. She was up from Florida, and we tried on a couple dresses. A problem that I had, I'm super skinny, and the the dresses that they have in the store are- They're like size 10. Yeah, so more girls can fit into them. So my maid of honor had to hold the sides of the dress and pull as tight as she could. She had her knee in my back, yeah, pulling it just so I could see what it would look like. Um, one of them was in my size, and I remember I put it on, and I said, oh, my God, this is the dress. And she goes, it's not. I'm like, no, this is it. She goes, Heather, it's not your dress. Like, it just fits you. <laughs> and I was like, that's true. Like, it just felt like it was my dress, but it wasn't. It wasn't anything I had asked for. It was huge ruffles and layers and all this stuff. Um, I ended up buying my dress from Max Bridal. I had put on a dress that the um, the woman there had found for me. It was in white, white. And I remember looking at it saying, like, this isn't – like it's off. She goes. It oh. looks blue. I wanted ivory, and it was hard to sign a piece of paper saying, "Okay, I'm going to get this dress in my size in a different color," without ever seeing it in that color. You know, it's so hard to do that. Right. Like you want to see it. You want to touch it. You want to make sure, like, 
this is what I'm putting all this money down right. for. And you have all the clips going up your back. Um, so for me, I never had that, like, I'm crying, this is my dress moment. It never, it didn't happen that day. Same. I never, I never once had an emotional attachment to my dress. I went through absolute hell. Um, I tried on over 85 dresses. When oh, my God. God. <laughs> um, I had a... Go out to Arizona during my engagement shoot. We did it out there and went dress shopping there because I needed more options because Long Island wasn't big enough. <laughs> it wasn't. But I I went with my mom and my aunt and and I decided not to have any friends with me. I didn't want too many, you know, opinions. Right. And I was very private about it. Um, but I couldn't find exactly what I was looking for. I guess I'm too like type A. OCD. I don't know you what, know it, what is. it is. I think we know. Ex- I think this is the problem. We know what we're looking for. So I don't think that- I wish I was a seamstress. I wish I could just like draw it out, you know, <laughs> with my great art skills and then be like, make this right. But I think even for me, I didn't think I was, you know, people. Are, oh, you're picky. Like, no, I'm not picky. I just I haven't found exactly right. what I want. I, mean, I know what I want. It's just where yeah. is it? I people- think exactly what I wanted. I got the complete opposite of. And when I found my dress, I actually saw um, a company posted it on Instagram, the back of the dress, and I screenshot it. I sent it to my mom, and I said, "This is my dress," and she said, "It's the back of a dress." Right. <laughs> and guess what? It was my dress. It was the first one yeah. I tried on. It was. I was with Heather that day, and I was going to try on dresses, and I texted you a couple hours later. I'm like, "I got my yep. dress." I said yes, and you're like, "You're lying. You're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no way." I was too. I just had this vision, and I think because I have to check off boxes and everything as per my personality um I did try on my dress I said you know what I really like this one and then I walked away from it for about a month and then one day I was at work and I was like I think that's the dress and I went the next day in sweatpants bought the dress (laughs) I was like I don't even need to try it on yeah well I think it's important okay so like where to start I think Pinterest Instagram watch all the shows this is the time watch say yes to the dress get an idea of what you want but don't think like, I can only be in a ball gown. Do, everyone will recommend this, try on every style. But that's what people told me. And when I tried on, like, a, what is it, a fit and flare or, like, trumpet or whatever, I looked at myself and I said, no, this right. is not what I but want. But you tried <laughs> yeah. it on is the point. You right, did and then try. I, I tried it on, too, even though, like, I knew putting on that dress, that was my dress. And I did not want to try on any dresses afterwards. Did you cry? I cried. I did not cry. Yeah, I cried. And <laughs> Danielle's a crier. I'm a crier. I'm a sensitive She's going to start crying. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I am um, a crier. I just, I remember, well, I actually had a Kleinfeld appointment like four days later. I had booked it months in advance. Oh, I remember this. You're like, do I go? And no, I remember calling my mom into the dressing room and I was like, I'm not leaving here without saying yes to this dress. And she's like, but Kleinfeld, <laughs> Thursday, Kleinfeld. And I was like, mom, I'm getting this dress today. I am not leaving here without where did, this dress. Where were you? Bridal Reflections. Love Bridal yeah. Reflections. They were incredible. I had the best experience. I actually, when I called them, they were the ones who posted the Instagram photo. And when I called them and they asked me what dress I was interested in, they didn't have it at that location. It was at the Manhattan location. What are their locations? Um, Fifth Avenue, Manhattan, Massapequa, and Carl Place. Okay. So I was at the Massapequa location, and they actually surprised me and had the dress shipped to Massapequa for me to try it oh, on. Oh, that's awesome. So when I went there, they were like, we have a surprise for you, and they brought the dress out, and I was like, oh, my God, let me try it on right now. I don't even yeah. want to look at anything else. <laughs> that's they, awesome. It was, like, such a great experience, and honestly, that's why I didn't want to leave there because I had such a great experience with them. And I was the last appointment of the day, so I was the only one in the store. And oh, I love that. They all I remember over. the photos. Yeah, they all came over. They said, are you saying yes to the dress? And I was crying. My mom was crying. It was just <laughs> the best experience. That's awesome. Oh, my God. I feel like my experience was just so, like. I, I remember tilting my head to the side and blurring my eyes and because I couldn't, I couldn't envision. I mean, I tried my dress on in pink. Like, to see it in white, I went to Arizona. Oh, my God. (laughs) Mine was in champagne when I tried it on in the store. And I remember when I ordered it in ivory, I was like, oh, what's it going to look like? You know, you kept looking at pictures. Yeah, it changes it a little bit, too. Definitely, yeah. So I think getting, just open your eyes to dresses. Like, really focus on the different styles. You can also um, see, we have it on our website, what body types are better in different styles, what's more flattering. Um, another thing to do is look at specific designers. I remember um, we had both 
We both, well, mine's a Stella York, and I remember yes. you were looking at Stella York. I was looking at Stella York's, and that's what brought me to Max Bridal. I ended right, up that's why in, I went to Max. I ended up getting an Allure gown, but, you know, um, there are different designers that have different feels, vibes. I mean, Haley Page, we love you. Um, very popular on Long Island. I'd like to plug her new Instagram name, which is All That Glitters on the Gram. Um, we actually gave away a Haley dress at our summer soiree. Uh, Saville Bridal, a preferred vendor of the Brides of Long Island, gets in on that with us every year, which is awesome. But she has a, a very specific style, right? To her and I dresses. and I loved, I loved her stuff. And my mom even said, like, "Are you sure you don't want a more expensive gown?" I was like, uh, <laughs> "I'm sure, mom, but <laughs> thanks." Because yeah. if I did, then I would have looked at her, right? Because yeah. she well, had you the know same what? aesthetic, very, very similar. And another thing to do, if um. If you're working with a budget, so many salons here on Long Island have trunk shows. I didn't even know that my Max Bridal was having one when I went. And I looked at the price tag. I said, okay, that's fair. I think it was like 30 or 40% off when they rang me up. Yeah. And I remember my mom handed over her credit card. They needed, I think, half at the time. And um, she's like, but that, that's half? I'm like, well, my the veil and the shoes and the hairpiece and, and the, the alterations. Yeah, I'm like, don't worry, that bill will go right up. <laughs> yeah, you can't forget to add. Money. <laughs> you can't forget to add in those alterations that cap. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I think that's a big topic too is the alterations. Um, what we see all the time, a girl will post and say, "I just need a simple hem, and why is it a couple hundred dollars?" Just want to let everybody know there is no such thing yeah, as a it's simple, not simple. hem. It's not Think simple. about your 13 layers with your lace and your bedazzles. And, and tool. And, and if you have a horse hair hem, like I know Danielle and I both yes. had horse hair trim. Yes. Forget it. That is so Horse hair is so, so hard. expensive. So I had to have, I had um, a scalloped lace bottom on my dress and to, I didn't have a seam. So some gowns, they will do they the They pull hem. from the waist. They'll yeah. pull from the waist. I had, they had to take off an entire layer of lace going around my entire dress just to even start the hem. Right. Yeah. So if you have any appliques or lace or scalloping that is detached from your dress and then built back on. Uh, one piece of advice when you do go for that appointment, um, if you can ask them not to cut the dress in front of you. <laughs> oh, gosh, no. I know some mm -hmm. some uh, salons do that. They start cutting just so they can see the, the height. Uh, and the length don't that's look. frightening yeah. <laughs> yeah they cut my under under tool a little bit but I ordered mine specifically shorter right so that they didn't so that was an extra hundred dollars you have to remember if you're short like me I'm five three I had to order for an extra hundred dollars a shorter gown because I silly? had the horse hair trim and they didn't want to mess with it right and I, I appreciate that but right um, so very important, just some things when you go dress shopping, we, a lot of people ask what to bring, um, strapless bra, bring a strapless Shoes. bra. Um, I would do like a nude bra, nude booty shorts. You're going to yeah. be changing in front of the assistant. Yeah. They see it all day, every day. It's really nothing for them, but you know, just know that going in that they'll help you get in the dress, get out of the dress and bring a pair of heels. It does not have to be your wedding heels. It's just to you see carry how your body yourself. get the feeling. Yeah. yeah. You just carry yourself better, I feel like, in a pair of heels. And right. also do your hair. You know, don't go in a messy bun. I threw some curls in my hair just to get an idea of what I would look like semi-nice, right. you know? Yeah, I right. went in, like, full hair and makeup because well. I just wanted to, like, you know, make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and definitely try a bunch on. Try different styles, different colors. Yeah. Ask to see all the different bustles you can get for your dress because right. that was huge for me. I didn't want to look like I had a diaper butt. So I said, please show me for this dress, <laughs> how how would you bustle? Right. And some dresses don't have a lot of options. Right. No, um, mine only had one. Yeah. Right. Mine had two. Yeah. And I was like, okay, we're going to do the trickier one. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, definitely try a lot on. And don't worry if if you put a dress on and you're not crying, if you don't have this crazy feeling come over yeah. you. Some people just don't think that way. For me, it was trying to visualize it in the color that I was ordering and in my size. And let me tell you, when that dress came in and I went in and I put it on, that's when I got the feeling. That's right. when I said, ooh. Because I had dress regret. I bought that dress and I questioned it every day until that dress came in months later. And once I put it on, I knew. Like, yeah. That was the right choice. Right. I had dress regret when I saw it because, like I said, it was in champagne. And when I got it in ivory, I mean, it's so different, the colors. And I remember seeing it and being like, oh, my God. Like, why didn't I try on more? This is not what I wanted. But 
then once it fit me, it was, you know. So right. what happens with that when you see the dress in champagne, you'll see more of the lace the, detail. The lace detail. There's the contrast. Yes. You see that. I was nitpicking everything. I was like pick stitching like my the ivory ones of the champagne. I'm like, look at the layers on this one. It's not matching up to this one. Right. So keep that in mind. Right. So like my, I remember at Max, I wanted to see what the lace would look like with white. And they just had a white sheet of fabric and they put it over the pink and laid the, the lace on top. So I could at least see, oh, it's really looks not as you know, bright or exciting right. because there's no contrast. Much. Absolutely. But I was not going out with the pink dress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, we would love to hear about your wedding dress experiences. Um, shoot us a message on Instagram at the Brides of Long Island or send us an email, podcast at bridesofli.com. Okay. We're going to take a quick break, but we will be right back. Hey, it's Heather. I just wanted to talk to you guys about looking your best for any of your upcoming special occasions. My absolute favorite place to go is beautifully bronzed and bare. Whether I'm getting my eyebrows teamed, my lashes lifted, or even a spray tan, this is the place to go. There's nothing like a perfect brow to brighten your day and a golden tan to make that ring pop. I used to get nervous before going for waxing because it hurt so bad, but the wax at BBB is painless, not to mention my eyebrows come out flawless. I personally get a brow wax and henna every time I go. I am always super happy with the results and couldn't recommend them more. You can always tell what day I go by my Instagram when I post a selfie. (laughs) Beautifully Bronzed and Bare is a preferred vendor of the Brides of Long Island. Mention the Brides of Long Island podcast to receive 20% off any service throughout 2021. Check them out on Instagram, beautifullybronzedandbare underscore li, or on their website, beautifullybronzedandbare.com. Hey guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back, ladies. This segment is brought to you by Heartfelt Studio. Heartfelt Studio is a preferred vendor of the Brides of Long Island, as well as a 2021 Brides of Long Island Diamond Award recipient. Heartfelt Studio prides themselves on capturing your wedding day in a diverse, fun, emotional, and stress-free way. I especially love the style of their photos and the energy that they portray. I highly recommend Heartfelt Studios to any couple looking for unique and stunning wedding photos. You won't be disappointed. Check out their website, heartfeltstudionyc.com, or their Instagram, at heartfeltstudio. Mention the Brides of Long Island podcast to receive a free engagement shoot and $200 off wedding day bookings. All right, let's talk about children and weddings. Um, I know allowing kids or not allowing kids at your wedding can definitely be a touchy subject. On one hand, they can add really cute moments. They're adorable. They can be your flower girls, your ring bearers. They can bring lots of laughter, watching them dance around on the dance floor. And parents can save a few dollars because they're not going to have to hire a babysitter. But on the other hand, um, have any of you ever been around a toddler? (laughs) Uh, Social etiquette's definitely not one of their first milestones. And I can speak from experience. I have a son who's about to be two. Uh, You know, some kids just lack awareness to know when they need to be quiet, you know, during a ceremony or, you know, that running around the reception hall can be distracting and dangerous or that the maid of honor speech is not the best time to scream that they need to use the potty. So there, there's definitely two sides to it. I know personally we were very firm on not having kids at the wedding other than our flower girl. We didn't have a ring bearer. Um, my little niece Maeve was our flower girl and she was super cute. For me, my opinion on the matter is that a wedding is an adult-only affair. There's loud music, there's drinking, there's dancing, and I just, I personally don't and didn't want kids at my wedding. 
Um, I know some people say that it's kids that make the wedding and it's fun and it's cute. I'm just not one of those people personally. Um, I can tell you that if I was invited to a wedding now and they said, oh, yeah, bring the kids, I absolutely would not. Um, it's, it's not, it, it's not fun. It, and that could be the age that they're at. I mean, obviously I have a two year old and a four month old right now, but I just, when I go to you a wedding, I want to let loose. Enjoy it. Yeah. You would have to worry about them and feeding the baby and, and leave early. Yeah. With their food. Bedtime. Right. I just, th- that's my opinion, but I've been to weddings where there are children and you know what? Some of the cuter moments happen because those kids were there. And, but let me just mention, they were very well-behaved children. Um, not all kids are right. Um, what's your opinion on it, Suzanne? So I was anti kids. I didn't want a ring bearer or a flower girl. I didn't want anyone being like, Oh my gosh, look how cute and snapping pictures. And then I come out and they're like, Oh, there she is. You know, (laughs) I, I wanted nothing taking away from my moment. Sorry if that sounds (laughs) selfish, but I don't care. Um, so I did not allow kids my mom i know really wanted one of my uncles who had passed away his grandchildren they were um in fourth grade and in first grade at the time of the wedding so she wanted them there to be like a representation of him being at the wedding and so she paid for the wedding they were there okay Um, how did they behave well we made sure that they were not along the dance floor for safety Because what if they, like, fell off their chair and some drunk person, like, kicked them in the face? You know, who knows what could happen? I'm not saying I drank a lot at your wedding. (laughs) I'm just going to say I was on that dance floor making moves. Right. So um, we had them. (laughs) I was on the We had them in the corner, in the back. Um, I said, you know, bring them toys if they want toys. But they were in the photo booth probably the entire wedding. So, (laughs) yes, everyone did get photos because – my awesome DJ, the guy working the photo booth, you know, kept getting them out of the way saying, no, 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 let other people do it. And when there was downtime, they let, he let the kids back in. Right. But I mean, come on. Like, <laughs> it, there's nothing there to entertain children. Right. Um, I well, don't. Some people do. And I have seen this on Pinterest. It is cute. Um, a kid's table. A or... kid's table. And you set up crayons. I know. But and... sorry. My expensive <laughs> wedding is not the place for crayons and Play-Doh and stuff. I and, agree with that. I and, agree with you that. You know, they want to be on the dance floor. I think that's fine. But I also don't think it's very safe. People spill drinks, break glasses. Yeah. You know, it's it didn't put a damper on my day. But I could not imagine having more than those two kids right. there. Now, Danielle, did you have kids? I did have kids. I had um, my flower girl and my two ring bearers. And then my um, cousin, who was my maid of honor, they're twins. So I felt funny having, even though they were my ring bearers and my flower girl, I felt funny having her kids and not the other kids. Right. But they're a little bit older. None of them are. The youngest one was five. So it wasn't that big of a deal to me. Honestly, I didn't even noticed that they were there right the whole time but I will say my cousin when I told her I wanted the kids to stay at the reception after the church and pictures and everything her husband was not thrilled with that he was like come on this is my night out (laughs) absolutely I don't want to be having to watch the kids the whole night but we don't get out a lot give us a (laughs) night (laughs) I'll find that out soon yeah (laughs) I um but it was kind of like non-negotiable for me I was like no they're in my wedding I want them there I'm super close with them like you know they're my little besties so I needed them to be there. And honestly, like looking back at my video, I'm so happy. Like I see little moments of me and my flower girl on the dance floor. Like that's something we'll have forever. And, you know, she loves watching the videos of that. So I'm happy they were there. Awesome. So I I think something that comes up is how to handle your guests negative comments back when they learn that they can't bring their kids. Oh, please. I just say sorry. My wedding. Right. So there's other things to think about. We're not just talking about toddlers. We are cut up. We had kind of an age because right. My you know, are you yes. talking about five and under, ten and under, eighteen and we under, had sixteen and up? Because right. my husband has nieces and nephews that are sixteen, eighteen, twenty. Right. That to me is not a kid. They can yeah. sit and be quiet. They and can respectful. cut their own steak and handle themselves. <laughs> You're not going to have to worry about food getting thrown across the table. Um, so that's definitely something that comes up. And um, one way to make it clear, in my opinion 
is when you send out your invitations. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing to keep in mind, not everybody gets an invitation in the mail and pays attention to who it's addressed to. Right. Um, I had both. I had the addressing and the RSVP to make it very crystal clear. That it was only the, the couple Those invited. people right. are yeah. invited. So sometimes you might get a little, um, a little flack for that. Someone would say, well, how are you going to invite me and not my kids? My kids are a part of my family. And, you know, if they can't come, I can't come. And there's different ways to handle it. I know it's easier said than done, but you can just simply say, like, I understand and respect that. And, you know, it, I'm we're sorry gonna, you we're going to miss you. Right. I'm sorry you can't be part of our day. But if things change, you know, please let me know. Right. Um, because if you make an exception for one, then it's going to open up a can of worms for other yeah, and people. And then before you know it, you're going to have 100 kids at your wedding. Oh, God. Right. And why take up? I'm sorry, but I'm not <laughs> taking up space. For you a also, bunch of like, children. It doesn't matter really how old they are. You're paying the same price whether they're five or thirty-five. So it's like on top of it. Well, I think not- yeah. Like I know mine for five and under, they were free. But once it was like five to fifteen or sixteen, I had to pay half price. So right. Yeah. right. Um, so now on the other side of things, lots of brides do like having kids there. They do add a different feel to the wedding. Um, you know, I, I've seen again going back to the the children tables. We, I've seen arts and crafts. I've seen coloring books. You put them on a scavenger hunt. Um, so there definitely are options to do that. And I, we're definitely not knocking anyone for having right. kids at weddings. I enjoy seeing them at weddings. I just didn't want it at mine. Right. Yeah, and I sure. think it also depends on your family dynamic. Like if you right. have a lot of siblings yourself and they have a ton of children and you might be, you know, you want them there. Yeah, you might feel differently. Then that's for you. Right. Another thing that you can do, which we're seeing become more popular, um, depending on your venue, if it's attached to a hotel or if you have another room there, you can hire a babysitter. Right. And you can set up on site and Mm -hmm. you can set up a room. This way the parents can go in. Um, So you can always offer that as well. Yeah. Or multiple babysitters, depending on how many kids are there. Just to give the parents some options. I mean, I know myself, I am a nursing mom right now. If I got invited to a wedding, I would have to decline if the baby couldn't come. Right. Because I, I, I physically cannot leave her but at I the also, moment. But you're an also a logical person that you would understand right. that either A, my baby comes, or B, I stay home. You're not right. going to pick a fight with the bride. Right? Absolutely not. I don't want my baby crying over that moment when the couple says, I do. Right. Because knowing Sloan and her little mouth, <laughs> that's when she would be like, let's make it about me right now. I just, I wouldn't want to do that. And I would be the one to say, like, explain. I would feel bad. I'm sorry I can't come. You know, I would feel like it's my fault, not the bride's fault. That's right. that's the way guests should see it. But we know, because we've read it for years now on Bully, that a lot of guests don't see it that way. And I right. think you it's have to be firm. You have to stick with your plan, not give in, and just say, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry you can't join us. Don't give in and, you know, don't make a fight about it. But just tell those difficult guests, you know, I'm sorry that you can't join us. If something changes, please let me know before the deadline. Yeah, that's definitely a good way of putting it. On the flip side of things, I just remember um, my one of my ring bearers, he was all over the dance floor. I mean, he wasn't in anybody's way he was just having the best time of his life Mm -hmm. and my cousin told me after the wedding was over he got in the car and he was like that was awesome (laughs) like it's just something even though he's young he's I don't know he's like around 10 years old it's something he's gonna remember forever right you know always like oh cousin D and Matt's wedding you know I had the best time there I also had a percussionist there and the kids were mesmerized right yeah by him they were standing in front of the drummer the whole entire night um, I had seven kids at the wedding. I mean, I also knew they weren't, like, disruptive kids. Right, they're and very, you know them, yeah. I know them. I know they're very calm. Um, so it wasn't like I was worried about them tripping over people or people tripping over them. So I think if you know – I Like, mean, you it's knew your kids' guest list, you know? I knew. And it's definitely hard to – argue with well these kids are getting invited but then like some of our friends that have kids they but then it goes back to the parents didn't even want to bring the kids because they wanted their night out it's so it like it sucks that we have to like worry about how other people are going to feel about the decisions that you made for your wedding like at the end of the day no matter what you do someone's going to be pissed off and like i just remember Every decision I made, I'm like, it's like, well, what is so-and-so going to think? It doesn't matter. No, at the end of the day, this is the one time in your life you get to be selfish. Right. 
it just remember this is your wedding you make the decisions if you don't want children at your wedding then there shouldn't be children at your wedding if you want children at your wedding have children at your wedding if you want only a few of those children at your wedding yeah. then only those few children will be there and you don't need to explain yourself to anybody Mm-mm. it is what it is exactly all right well we'd like to we know this is a touchy subject so send us how you feel podcast at bridesoflongisland.com we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back Hey everyone, it's Suzanne. If you're listening, it's safe to assume you are on the hunt for the best of the best in terms of local wedding professionals. Browse dozens of local vendors right here on Long Island, all who have been vetted by the Brides of Long Island themselves on bridesofli.com. The Brides of Long Island preferred vendor list is composed of established and highly recommended professionals who are eager to make your wedding dreams come true. Bridesofli.com also has a ton of freebies, perks, discounts, and giveaways offered by these very vendors. Enjoy our blogs, inspo, and vendor interviews right from our homepage. Sign up for our newsletter and to become a premium Brides of Long Island member for special access and exclusives. Visit bridesofli.com today. And we're back. This segment is brought to you by Heartfelt Studios. Heartfelt Studios is comprised of an amazing team of passionate professionals offering wedding photography, cinematography, engagement photo sessions, save-the-date films, and intimate boudoir sessions. Located in Great Neck, New York, Heartfelt services weddings from New York City all the way to Montauk. They know what a big investment a photographer and cinematographer is for a couple, which is why they put their hearts into their work to make beautiful memories for couples. Visit them on Instagram at heartfeltstudio or on their website, heartfeltstudionyc.com. Mention the Brides of Long Island podcast to receive a free engagement shoot and $200 off wedding day bookings. Okay, now we are going to answer a question that was submitted to us through one of our Bully members as an anonymous question. It reads, Hey Bully, I need some advice. I let it slip to my dad that I don't want just him to walk me down the aisle. I want both him and my mom to do it. He got extremely offended that I am, quote, taking it away from him, unquote, that he's always dreamed of doing it. I don't really believe in the giving the daughter away thing. He's now saying he doesn't know if he can walk me down the aisle with my mom because it would be just too hard for him. Am I being unreasonable in asking for this? Just a little backstory. My parents are divorced, but cordial. My dad obviously still holds some resentment. Oh, all right. So my first instinct here is going to say, you know, then don't walk me down the aisle, dad. Well, because, yes, you know, he won't I back would be down. Petty like that. Well, I don't think he would ever not do it. I think he's being a baby. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I just think that his time with his daughter. I think that dad is totally at fault here because it's the daughter's wedding. Right. And she's not saying you're not walking me down the aisle. She just wants she both just of wants her she parents wants to share it. Right. Like, um, to answer her question, no, she's not being unreasonable. It does go against tradition. Sure. Um, also, like, where is she getting married? We don't know these things, you know? Right. right. Um, so, But she's not being unreasonable. Right. Like, no, absolutely not. To an- to just lay that out there. Um, I do understand it upsetting him. I don't understand him being a baby saying, well, I'm not going to do it then. My dad and I are very, very close. I know the second I was born, he was dreaming of that moment. He brought it up all the time while I was planning my wedding I know he would be upset with it he would never not do it but I could understand why her dad is a little upset yeah I think so I always wanted my dad to do it because I'm a a traditionalist I got married in the same church my parents got married in my grandparents um I wanted that moment at the end of the aisle where he does the veil lifting and everything like that. Um, My mom was under the impression, oh, well, we'll both walk you down. Now, first of all, my church's aisle is not wide enough. (laughs) It just isn't. (laughs) Well, I barely fit my dress. I was going to say your dress. So (laughs) uh, when I told her no, yes, there were some arguments and hard feelings and things like that, but she still respected why I wanted my dad to have that time. And I think she respected my father as well because, you know, he raised me. This was his dream. He would go around the house like I would see him practicing lifting the veil, you know, just like in the kitchen or whatever. That was his moment. He's lifting like lampshades. Yeah, he he would just like mimic it. And 
So I understand where this is a touchy subject because she is going against tradition. Um, and I understand him being upset because he's probably thought about this his whole life, but he has to understand that the mom did just as much raising as he did. Right. And maybe the divorce thing is weighing on him a little bit. Right. Maybe he doesn't, they, she says that they're cordial, but right. maybe he doesn't want to be the three of them together. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it's important to say, to bring up, she said she doesn't believe in the giving the daughter away thing. So it's more of a, a final walk. Not final, but, you know. Yeah, she wants both of her parents included. I wanted something special for my mom, but I never, I could only picture me and my dad walking down the aisle. But then later on in the wedding, I surprised my mom with, like, a mother-daughter dance oh, just to have, like, idea. that special moment with her. Right. But um, And the dad gets that, too. I'm sure she's going to do a dance with her dad. Exactly. She could bring He's that gonna up. He's going to get that moment, too. I was like, Mom, my dad gets two moments. He gets walking me down the mm-hmm. aisle and, and a dance. dance with me. Like, my mom needs something, too. You right. Know? Isn't it funny we don't have more for the moms? Like, they're the ones hearing all of our crap yeah. and our yeah. stress <laughs> and our tears. And birthing us. But. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and birthing us, yes. Uh, but, yeah, go sit down over there in the corner. Yeah. Now, I love that idea that you did the dance with your mom. Yeah, it was actually funny because my mom didn't know that that was happening and when the dj was calling her up she was like in mid-conversation with somebody and didn't had no idea no i think it was such a nice moment (laughs) but like heather so like your parents like how did you work it out with them um well there was nothing so i like i was super lucky with my wedding it was heather what do you want right they for everything um certain things my mom would say oh like this might look better she's usually right yeah it's easy (laughs) because we have the same views on things but I we were so so lucky that no one really challenged us or really put too much against what we wanted to do. Um, so yeah, I, I I shouldn't be asked this question because it was everything was kind of just <laughs> whatever you want, Heather. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the only girl. I'm the baby. You know what I've seen? I've seen um, people walk down with their. Let's see. How does this happen? So I've seen it with a stepdad. I've seen a stepdad walk halfway, meet the dad, shake the dad's hand. And I've seen... the dad goes the rest. Yeah, and the dad goes the rest. And I've seen... There there was that one viral video. It was so cute. The dad stood at the end of the aisle with the daughter about to go down. And he dragged the stepdad over. And he said, you helped raise my daughter too. Well, that's a very selfless human. That's very sweet. It was so sweet. I mean, my my dad and my stepdad are super close. Like, I could see them doing that. Um... I had even mentioned, you know, doing a dance with my stepdad at my wedding. And it, they, it was kind of like, it's not necessary. You know, give your dad the spotlight. Like, it's, right. every family dynamic is different. Um, but for any brides that are going through this, keep put, keep your foot down. Stand your ground. Sure. You have to do exactly what you want to do. It's your wedding. You're only going to have this once. So. Right. And, and this girl could easily try to call her dad's bluff. Right. And at the end of the day, it's a 10-second walk. It's It's such a... Quick, I know you usually black out for the walk. Down oh, the I didn't. I don't remember a damn thing. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember. I could tell you I from the pictures. I actually do remember my dad walking really slow and me being like, "Speed it up, man!" Balling his eyeballs out. Balling. Oh my gosh. Um. So yeah, I, this is. I know you're in a really tough situation. Um. So we wish you the best of luck, and we'd love to hear what happens. Keep us in the loop. Um, and anyone else that has any advice that they would like to share for this bride, this question is posted on our board. So feel free to jump in and give us some tips. We'd love to hear from you. Now the moment so many of you have been waiting for, the winner of our $200 cash contest. (laughs) We got so many lovely notes and comments along with the contest entries. I wanted to read our winners. It was so sweet. She said, Thank you so much for starting this podcast. I can't wait to hear all of the tips and tricks you have to offer and share it with those around me. Bully has been a lifesaver. Thank you for starting this community of women who empower and support each other. It is something so simple but often forgotten. Especially in this time, it has helped so many. This podcast will strengthen this community even further. And for that, I am grateful. Best wishes and cheers to your success and impact. Daniela V. from Rockville Center, congratulations. You are our winner. Thank you all for entering. We look forward to bringing you Episode 3 of the Brides of Long Island podcast, where we will discuss even more fun and helpful wedding-related topics. Don't forget to visit us on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and on bridesofli.com. 
Check out our blog section to read tons of helpful tips, tricks, and advice. Be sure to check out our vendor section to find the best of the best in terms of Long Island wedding vendors. Also remember to subscribe to the Brides of Long Island podcast. This episode of the Brides of Long Island podcast has been brought to you by Heartfelt Studio, Long Island's leading wedding photography and cinematography studio, a preferred vendor of the Brides of Long Island, as well as a 2021 Brides of Long Island Diamond Award recipient. Mention the Brides of Long Island podcast to receive a free engagement shoot and $200 off wedding day bookings. My name is Heather Cunningham. On behalf of myself and my co-host, Danielle and Suzanne, thanks for joining us today. Peace, love, and and diamonds. diamonds!